Blog Talk Radio. Listen, for those of you that are going through, for those of us that are waiting on His promise, understand God has not forgotten you. When times get tough, you got to look up to heaven and encourage yourself and say, Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Abundant Solutions Hour. Our goal is to help others be more, do more, and have more. I'm your host, Gregory Turner. And I'm your co-host, Brian J. Henderson. Satin sheets, Brian. <laughs> Intimacy, satin sheets. <laughs> We're going to have fun, Brian. We have a guest that's on tonight that's powerful, as well as beautiful, as well as a mother and a wife. And, Brian, she's also a minister. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we're going to have you know, some fun. We're, we're definitely going to have some fun. Greg, you know, I we say that every week, but I think tonight we're really going to have fun because this oh, lady really? is somebody who is no stranger to the show. And, no. you know, we haven't talked to her in a while, so we got to definitely ask her what's going on in her life. But before we do that, I want to admonish everybody like we've been doing the past couple of months to remember Haiti. Remember the nation of Haiti and the people of Haiti. They still need our help. They still need our prayers. They still need our financial blessings. You know, we don't want you guys to forget about them. You know, it's the midst of the rainy season and the hurricane season in that country. So in addition to the devastating earthquake that they uh, went through, they also now have to endure the rainy season. And so Remember them in your hearts, in your prayers, and in your pockets. But, yes, we we have an awesome show tonight, Greg, and I tell you what, we have uh, someone who wears many hats in her life. And, you know, I want to bring her on by saying that she holds the title of a mother, a model, an actress, a licensed ordained minister, and now a best-selling author. And welcome to the show again, Miss Janelle Thompson. Hello. Janelle, Miss Thompson, how are you? I'm great. How are you? We're doing good. I tell you what, tell us about your book. But before you get to your book, tell us what's what's been going on with you because it's been ooh, Brian, it's been a while. I think the last show that we had her on is a show that we did with the people that were on, Oprah Winfrey, Sid, and Tony, and we just mm-hmm. did this big panel with them, and she was on there. And it was, uh, she was transparent. She talked about some things. And also, yeah. too, Brian, I don't know if she knows that the very first time that she came on our show, she is the one that blew up the show. We had more numbers with her than we did pretty much almost with anybody for a long, long time. Yes, sir. Yeah, so wow. we, we owe we owe her a lot. We owe her a lot. But Janelle, tell us what's going on with you. Yeah. Um, let's see. Well, of course, you know, uh, you guys know that I have a son. He's now three years old. Wow. Uh, the prince, the prince Nazir. Yes. Yes. Time is. Is he coming really on? Is he coming on tonight? No, he is asleep. He's asleep, <laughs> thankfully, because he would probably try and take over the show. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what's but, funny about that? He's three years old, and our show is just over three years old. We started wow. it in April of 2007. So that just wow. tells you how long, you know, that not only we've been doing what we've doing, but, you know, how long we've had this show relationship because, you know, you were one of the first. Right. That's right. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, congratulations on, you know, celebrating over three years being on the airwaves, yeah. <laughs> Internet technology. Yeah, you know it, it. It it may not seem long to a guy like Larry King, but for us, hey, right. it's a milestone. Right. You know? <laughs> oh, definitely. And I know you guys you know, have we, truly just been impacting lives and everything, so that's a blessing. Yeah, mm-hmm. we've been doing everything that we can, and you have been doing the same thing. Tell us, what's the title of your book? Yes, the title of my book is called "The Stripping Process: The Time of Intimacy." Mm. Now you know we want, you know. I'm looking at the book cover, and I'm looking at the yeah. and they're red. Yeah, we want to know, what is this book about? This book is about me. It's um, my testimony. 
I'm just being raw and uncut. And mm. basically, I'm stripping myself of the model title, the wife title, the mother title, the author title, and I'm just letting you know who I am, what I've been through. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Wow. Yeah. You know, when, when, when you, uh, I'm sorry, Brent, when, when you, because, oh, wow, to be that transparent and you're married and you have a family, did you consult with them first before you wrote this book? Because once you put it out there, it's out there. Right. Um, well, I knew, I knew they wouldn't have a problem with me because God was the one who told me. And, you know, I fought him for a while. I'm going to be honest. I fought him for a while. I was like, God, can I, can I not put this in there? Can I, you know, maybe just, just kind of mention this? He was like, no, you are, this is it. He told me what to say and everything, what to what to expose. And, you know, I talked to my husband about it. He was like, so supportive. He was 100%. He was like, do your thing, baby. Go ahead. I'm behind you. I'm supportive. And, you know, whenever I would be working, um, you know, typing at night or whatever, she would let me have my moment. You know, sometimes, like, in the middle of the night, I would wake up and go down and, and work on the, the, the book. And he was never like, oh, you doing that book? No, he was like, even even to the point where I kind of, like, backed away from it and, 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 you know, stopped working on it. He's like, when are you going to be done with your book? He, so he was the one who was, like, really, really pushing me and encouraging me to get it finished. Mm. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, my hubby's you know, the best. <laughs> you know, and, and I was just going to say, you know, that is so important that you have somebody that is supportive and behind you, you know, because we've, we've interviewed dozens of authors, and a lot of times when they talk about, you know, what they wrote when they talk about themselves and maybe the struggle that they went through in their life, their family has not always been behind them. You know, in many cases, in fact, their family has been against them, you know, right. releasing the book because it 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 releases a lot of, you know, things that the family didn't want out there, you know. Might be some personal, you know, issues that that individual may have been dealing with. You know, did you find yourself being very, very personable about what you put out there? Yeah, I, um, one of the things that was, was, was tough for me and I, you know, really you know, for extra hard with God about was putting information about, you know, the relationship I had with my father. And, you know, he wasn't like a stranger. I mean, my parents, you know, they've been together almost, well, they've been together 40 years, married 40 years. But my father, he was very strict. And I didn't like that. I wanted to be the, you know, the rambunctious, run free, didn't have to be accountable to my parents or anything. So they were, so he and I, we bumped heads a lot. So, by you know, like in the book, I shared a little about that, and you know, I was saying I, I didn't hate him. I just had like a lot of anger as to why he was so protective of me. But in retrospect, thinking about it now, and I had a, you know a revelation one day when we were you know driving to Tennessee, and I was just like, wow, he was really looking out for me, you know, and he was he was protecting me. It's not like he was trying to be you know mean or anything like that. He just really loved me and he cared, but I was too young or just trying to do my own thing to realize that. So by me, you know, putting that little bit of information out there, that was tough. Yeah. Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah. You know, I know, in like in my case, I, I had a very different relationship with my father. His He was sort of like the iron fist type guy, but mine was more of a I better not disappoint him on any level, you know, because I thought he might, you know, crack my head. <laughs> and, I, and I mean that in not in a, like, physical right. way, but, you know. Right. I understand. And, you, know, you know, and and I guess it's kind of tough because fathers tend to be very protective. I know I am with my girls. You yeah. know, I don't want, like, I, I was telling them the other day that they couldn't have boyfriends until they got married. Right. You know. <laughs> And they were like, well, wait a oh, minute. Oh, you said, you said that they're not to, to get married and have boyfriends. Some fathers are like, you're never getting married. <laughs> no, I told them they couldn't have a boyfriend until they got married. Right. I got that. I got you know, that. And so, <laughs> you know, and so, and, and, and it's like my my oldest daughter will say, well, I'm not into boys. But she is 
infatuated with Leonardo DiCaprio, and I'm like, right. wait a minute, you say you're not in the boys. I hope you're not in the men, <laughs> you know. Right, okay. <laughs> you know, but it's just that, that thing, you know, as they get older and they start right. to mature more, you know, fathers become very protective. And I think one of the reasons is because they realize that they're losing their babies, <laughs> you yeah. know. Exactly. You know, Janelle, yeah. I want to ask you, being in the ministry and writing a book like this, was there some type of, well, the book is not out, actually. You know, it, everybody can, can go and, and pre-order the book, but are you worried how some people in the ministry will look at you? Um, yes and no, um, because I say Yes, because well, let me let me think about that. When I first typed, when I first started the book, I was like, God, I don't, I don't want anybody to know anything of And He's telling me you got to put this in there, you got to put that in there. But as I, you know, just worship Him, and even just talking to different people, you know, over the internet and stuff like that, and just sharing what I went through, people were like, Oh my gosh. You know, that's what I'm going through. So it's like I want to be a blessing to others. And even if it wasn't through a book, I would have probably told my testimony maybe, you know, preaching somewhere or or at a luncheon or something. So either way, people would know about me. My, My testimony would have gotten out. So whether it's in a book or however, whatever venue people are going to know about who Janelle is. So I'm, you know, right now I'm at the point like, okay, God told me it's time for transparency, and that's that's who I am. It's time for me to be transparent. Well, why didn't you just ignore him and just, just leave it there? Nobody has to know what, what happened. I mean, what what's, what's the big deal of, of about Janelle's transparency and what happened in her life? I mean, you know, a lot of people just sit back and say, well, you know, I'm not going to let people know. No, I'm not going to do anything. A lot of people take that to the grave with them. So what is it? What, why is it so hard for Janelle to put that out there when it's so easy for others to just forget and keep it covered? Hmm. Why is it so hard for me to put it out there? No, why is it, yeah, why is it so, oh. why is it, why is it so, so hard for you to not keep it covered Oh, okay. Then rather than you putting it out, just go ahead and putting it out there. Easy, because I'm being obedient to God. He told me, he said, I have people specifically assigned to you. I have pe- people who've gone through rape, who've fought with um, eating disorders, who are trying to get into the modeling industry but don't know how. He has people who are specifically assigned to me who I only I can minister to. So... On on that great day when I'm up there and he- God's gonna be like, what about all those people? You, I put a word in your mouth. There is something that I had inside of you, but you didn't share that. And look at all of the people that were affected. When he when he revealed that to me, I was like, oh wow, oh okay. <laughs> you know, it was like one of those moments like, oh okay, I I, I have nothing to say. I I can't I can't refute that. I can't be like, but God, not like, oh, all right, well let me suck it up. And do what I gotta do. <laughs> Basically, yeah, sounds like he was pulling at you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, you know, just you know, Greg. I can tell you that just listening to her talk now, she has a whole different type of confidence in her words. Not wow. not saying that she didn't have confidence in the past, but you can tell the you can tell the difference. Yeah, yeah. You know, you can you can almost hear the boldness in her voice when she speaks, and yeah, it's it's God. a beautiful thing. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. You know, and I can rem- I can almost you know remember that day when you were on the show at the you know when you we were on our show, you were afraid. You remember that? Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> you know, and it's like now she's like, okay, let me tell you the deal. <laughs> You know, and I'm I mean, just, don't I'm, don't don't get it wrong. I still, you know, like before I dialed the number, I was like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I was nervous. <laughs> but well, let me put this out there real quick, Brian. Before 
we did the show. When I put it out there and I put a picture out all over the place, you know, on Blog Talk, if you're listening, go to it, you'll see. <laughs> Everybody's like, I'm getting the emails. Are you interviewing Lynn Whitfield? Like, no, that's not Lynn Whitfield. <laughs> Is that Zoe Saldana? Like, no, that's not Zoe Saldana. So, I mean, you know, you, you draw attention to yourself um, because of your looks, your model. You you know, you dress nice and all of this. And your husband also does the same thing, too. And even the prince. Yeah. You see pictures of him dressed up, you know, and and... You know, it's the way that you carry yourself. And what I'm saying is the things that you've written in your book, and we don't want you to tell anybody. We want them to order the book. The things that you've written in your book, when people see you, they don't see that. They don't see the old or the things that you said that you've gone through. They can't see that. They just see this beautiful woman that's a minister, and people think, oh, her life is just so glamorous, or her life is she's got it together. What would you say to them? And, and and that's the point, you know, it's like people see, I don't want to say this mask or facade, but people see what I am now, and they're like, oh, you know, I, I want to be a model like you, or I want to be like, like, okay, you want to be like me, let's go back some years and see what I had to go through to get to where I am today, and then you tell me. So it, it's like, so people get to really appreciate where I am today by, you know, learning about what I went through you know, 10, 15 years ago, even, you know, five years ago. Right. Yeah, you know, and, and I, you say something that I tell people all the time. It takes work. You know, when you see those established artists and they're out there, if you, you know, if you were able to ask them questions, you know, just like we're, how we're talking, you'll right. find out that they didn't get there overnight. It wasn't just that they stepped on the first stage and you know, wowed everybody right. and got there. It took hard work. It took dedication. You know, it took sacrifice. Right, that's right. You know? that's very I mean, I can remember when when I was in the industry, it, it wasn't easy. There were some days where I went without eating and without sleeping, you know, and without money, <laughs> you know, and they don't realize right. that it takes it takes all three of those to, to you know, and, you know, plus the hard work and the dedication and the, you know mm-hmm. other sacrifices that you make to your family, to your own personal time, it takes all of that to be successful. Right. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. It, it, it does. And let me say this. Yeah, this is a question to Janelle. Okay. You can be that actress that makes fifteen, twenty million dollars a movie. All right, I received that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But now you know in the industry as a beautiful woman. And as a model, the industry is going to expect certain things from you, if you know what I mean. They're going to expect you to do certain things. Right. And as a as a minister, a lot of people may be looking like, oh, she's a, mo- she's a model. And not because they don't think that you're beautiful or anything, because you that title of being a minister. A lot of people get it twisted. You can still be a minister and keep your morale high and, and right. not do certain things. Right, and I'm sure in, in in your walk with the model and thing, I'm sure you've come you've come across that, have you? Mhm. Yeah, definitely. How but do, what I go ahead. No, I was going to ask. How do you deal with that? Well, what I do from the door is I establish the ground rules. I'm like, I don't do this kind of work. I don't do this kind of work, and I do that kind of work. If you still want to work with me, cool. If not, on to the next. I just. Plain and simple is, you know, I'm not going to be like, well, maybe, no. But, like, I don't do this, this, this. No no trying to say, well, maybe I'll increase some money. No. Because I'm, I'm not going to compromise. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, lose my witness just for, you know, some money. Uh-uh. My relationship is more important with Christ than anything. Right. Absolutely. You know, and... I tell people that if you have to compromise who you are to become what other people think you are, (laughs) then you you know then you'll never be you. And what good? What what's the point if you can't be you? Exactly. Exactly. You know, but let me let me ask this question. Okay. Now 
you spoke of um, eating disorder. And that's one of the things that when you see the modeling industry, you know, that the modeling industry has a problem. It's, it's not really highly publicized because it's almost as if it's an acceptable practice. Right. You know, but you see these folks and, you know, they have these bodies that, you know, clearly, you know, they, they're doing something that's, that's unnatural to the body. I'll right. just say it like that. You know. How do you not be? How do you how, how do you not get enticed into doing what everybody else deems to be sort of an acceptable practice? Right. Um, well, what I, what I've learned is, you know, you have a well balanced diet and exercise. You know, just just keep in your mind like. There's like some serious, serious, serious health effects of you know the various eating disorders, and although at the moment you get like this the, the quick results that you you know oh I can fit into this size negative twelve you know pair of pants, but come three four years later, you know you got holes in your esophagus. Your your teeth enamel is just like shot because of you know from throwing up or not eating things like that. People don't think about the long term effects, and that's that's with anything, you know. So it's like um, what I've you know started doing is just changing my my you know my eating. I'm not you know eating junk food anymore because that was just like the big thing for me, and you know just eating more more fruit and more vegetables and just really exercising. And you don't have to be like you know going crazy with the, the typo or doing all this other stuff. Walking, you know, simple cardio, even like, you know, getting a little, you know how they have like the hip-hop abs and stuff like that? You can do that. And that's a great way to, to stay fit and and not get sucked into the, the quick, short-term, oh, I can fit into this, but then three years later, I'm a mess. Does that make sense? Oh, it makes perfect sense. Okay. <laughs> You know, and, and the reason I ask that question is because I know um, some individuals, and I won't name who they are, but I know some right. individuals who tried to take the short way, and, you know, they were like, well, you know, I got this and I got that. But then down the line, they weren't modeling anymore. And, right. you know, it was because they were too sick to model. And I'm like, well, what happened? And it's like, well, you know, I don't want to talk about it. But it was evident, you know, right. that... That's what they did. They they took the easy way out, and they paid the price. And it, it, it even it's it's even like an addiction, as well, because you get to the point where your body is just so accustomed to it. And you know whether it's you know especially with bulimia, it's you know your body's just like needing that fix to as soon as I eat I throw up. Well, that you know that's how it was for me even when I wasn't modeling. It was just like because because I was so addicted to it and my body was so used. To, to me doing that, that it, it didn't have anything to do with modeling it. All right. Mm. Brian, I want, I want to say something, and, and Janelle, I know we're, we're switching gears here, but I, I, I want you to talk about this. He tied me up to the bed again, and he went upstairs to see what the noise was. What in the world was going on, Janelle? What, what, what was that all about? That was whew, a very traumatic day in my life. Um, I was raped and traumatized by someone who said that they loved me very much. He was my boyfriend at the time, and um, it was it was a pure day of torture. That's wow. what it was. And you know, Brian, <clears throat> I want to say this real quick that. We really, really admire what you're doing because we know that this is really, really tough. But somebody is listening to the show tonight that needed to hear that, yeah. and they're holding on to it, and they're thinking that they did something wrong, and they're just blaming themselves. And, and this idiot that did that to them or to you and to you, I'm sorry, a, a lot of these people, they move on with their lives, and they're not even worried about it anymore. But yet they're right. controlling you from a di from a distance because you're so angry and you can't get over it. 
Mm-hmm. Were you ever able to forgive this person? Not right away. <laughs> right. You know, right. Uh, 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 eventually I was, yes. Yeah. Eventually I so, was. So, right, and, and, and what I'm getting at is how helpful was that forgiving this person? How was that process? Was it helpful for you when you were able to do it? Yeah, because in that it healed me in how I dealt with relationships and how I saw men in relationships. Wow. You know, it, it it's good that you said it the way you said it just now, how you dealt with with men in relationships, because I know some people um, that are very dear to me that it took them a very long time when that happened to them right. to deal in relationships or, or deal with people, not just with men, but with people in general. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even now, there are certain relationships that they won't even allow, you know, around them, even whether they're beneficial or not. They're like, nope, I'm not doing that. Nope, right. I'm not allowing that. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to allow that relationship to nurture in my life or in my children's life, you know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I try to encourage them that, you know, you can't hold, you know, your children back from certain right. relationships because of what happened to you. You know, right. you can't hold certain relationships back from, you know, the, the maybe the negative experience that you had, you know, you'll, you'll cause your, you know, your children, the other people around you to become right. bitter because now you're, you're sort of, uh, Posturing what happened to you onto them. Yep, that's true. You know, and so did did you see yourself initially doing that when you know when other relationships began to form in your life where you would say, no, I'm not, I'm not even, I'm not even entertaining that. Oh yeah, um, I I had a, a hand, a arms length, hands off approach to people. I pretty much would stand there. And I had my my arms extended, and if they got if they tried to like push my arm back, they were getting too close. Mm. Like so, as long as they stayed arm extended length, that you know that close to me, as long as that's how they were, I was fine. But as soon as you started to push so my elbow could bend, I was like, uh uh-uh, uh, you got to go. Uh uh-uh. uh, I would I would not let any. And that was even you know. For for you know certain females too, I just I wouldn't let anybody get close. Yeah. Was suicide ever an, uh, a thought, or was that something that you ever acted on? Oh, suicide was definitely a thought. It was wow. definitely a thought. <clears throat> Can you and imagine? You know, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Greg. Yes. What was it that stopped you from doing this? suicide thing. Do you think that this book, do you think that what you're doing right now is the reason he kept you from doing that? I think that's one of the reasons, yeah. I think that's definitely one of the reasons. Because, I mean, it was, it was, it was like I, I tried it so many times and the, the you know, the results, I'm here. So, obviously, you know, it's like, okay, so I guess that didn't happen because I got to be here to do this and share this. But it was just like, I, I mean, I really tried. I really, really tried. But, you know, a girlfriend, it was down at college at the time, a girlfriend of mine, she came, um, I was at uh, Morgan State University, and I was I was ready to jump off the bridge. So that, you know, connected the, the apartments, the resident uh, campus to the academic campus. And I was ready to go, and I was in the rain. She came out and got me, knocked me upside the head with the umbrella, and was like, girl. So I was like, okay, God, gosh, what's going on? Why why can't I end my life? Why can't I get rid of, you know, because it was like I, I was carrying so much, and it was like so heavy and just so too much for me to, to, to bear. And I was like, yo, that's the only way I can get rid of this is, is to end my life. And and he wouldn't let me. And I was like, okay, but this is too much for me. But right. it wasn't. And look and look where you are right now. You know, when you yeah. were in all of this mess and all of this crazy stuff was going on, look what you have. You have a beautiful child. Mm-hmm. You have a 
wonderful husband. Yes. And you're reaching out, you're ministering, you're traveling all over the place. You and your husband both are doing a, you're doing wonderful things. And and when you know I we used to talk all the time. And you are right. always going to Delaware. You, you you're either in Delaware or Philly or Jersey, going somewhere yeah. with the church, doing certain things. Do you know if you would have committed suicide? Hmm. These people would have never known or heard from you. Yeah. yeah. A, a lot of people's lives wouldn't be touched that are touched because of you. So, right. it, you know, I'm just so glad that you failed at doing that. And I know because you know, God is is an awesome God. He knew. He knew. He planted that seed, and, and I'm just right. glad that it didn't happen. Jeremiah 29-11. Yep. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, that and, what, right. And, now, and now that you are where you are, do you look back over your life and say, wow, I was in the storm, I wanted to give up, but? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, several times in... And, you know, and that's why I can give God, you know, ridiculous praise and, and worship him like I do because looking back, I'm just like, I even even not myself trying to take my life, other people. I was like, I, I could have been dead or I should have been dead, but I'm here. So it's just like, you know what, I got I got a right to praise him. I got a reason to, 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 to worship God. I got a reason to thank him for, for being here today because... Look where I came from. Wow. Yeah. Mm. You know, I was going to say that, um, wow, I just lost my thought because I I had something (laughs) I wanted to ask you, but also I had something I wanted to say. Oh. Well, you know what? While while you're thinking about it, Brian, I can come up with something real quick. Real quick. Real quick. This book thing, you know. Now that you have the now that when the book hits again, we know how preachers, a lot of ministers and people in the church, they can be some very judgmental people. They can be some they can say some hurtful things in the church. Yes, they right. do that there. Mm-hmm. They're people. How? Yeah. Not all of them. A lot of them are going to come to you and, and hug you and a lot of the pastors and the sisters because, you know what, everybody hasn't always been a mother or a pastor or a deacon or a deacon, and they haven't always been that now. Right. They're really going to be real about it. But the fact that you're coming out and you're doing this, it's people like you and Oprah Winfrey's and the other women that have been raped, and they're reaching out and doing wonderful things, and they're not letting this thing make them bitter. A lot of women are going right. into shells and holes or whatever, and they're not talking about it, and it's, it's right. affecting their life, and they're not living. But you seem like you're living, you have your life, and you haven't uh, given in to this, this ugly thing that happened to you. What right. is it that keeps you going? God. Of course, God, but also, you know, my husband, he, God truly blessed with him. And, you know, he... He was the, the first person who, like, really was able to, to push my arms back without me, you know, resisting. So that, you know, that right there was, was so paramount for me. And he just, he's just so supportive and encouraging me. And that's what he said. So he was able to get through your defense mechanism, huh? Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he was. But... It, it's just so funny because I mean, I, I I didn't even try and fight him because it, it was just a God in him. But I didn't know. But <laughs> I, took he took words you know, right he, out he of my slow, mouth. Yeah, yeah. He slowly, <laughs> you know, it wasn't like bam, but you know, I, I had, of course, I had my, you know, I had my arms out. I was like, okay, you close enough. But slowly but surely, I was like, my arm, wait, it's it's my elbow back. So you know it. I was like, "Whoa, you all up in my face!" <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, yeah, there's no kryptonite to to your husband. You know that now. It's, he he's, he's gonna get what he wants. We know that. And, uh, and 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 speaking of him, he's a powerful speaker. He's a minister yes, he as well. Is. And he's a pastor now. Yeah. 
Yeah, pastor. Yeah, he's a pastor. Yeah, that's right. I, I follow him. I, I go to his sites and stuff, and I watch him. And I, I take a look at him, and he's got some wonderful stuff up there. And the brother's got knowledge, my goodness. Yes, he does. It's like whenever he's on the show, we just, I just sit back and just let him go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's because, you know, he's a talker, too, but he definitely has some. I just I just love to sit when he when he gets there, when when, when that anointing, when he's just in his God zone, I just sit there and I'm like, wow. Well, what else can you and do? He, and he could just talk and talk. No, not he, he, can, he just talks and I'm just like, wow, you know, like writing down little nuggets that, you know, that I, that I hear him say. It's just awesome. Well, see, you know, it's not really him talking. You got to remember that. Right. Oh, I know that. And, and he knows that. He knows that, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, 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 I mean, he comes across when you when you talk to him. He's, he's listening. He's going to give you all yeah. of his attention. He's going to listen to you. And then right. he's going to tell you, if you don't want to know, don't ask him. Oh, yes. He's going to tell you. He's going to tell you. But you know what? It, it's good. It's good food for your soul. You, you need to hear it. And yeah. uh, just like what you're doing with your book, you're telling a lot of people that they can come out of the situations. And I have a lot of people listening right now that uh, walked the same walk that you walked with the with the rape, but also a lot of them have uh, been through molestation. And I'm getting messages right now from Facebook with some people uh, just asking questions. But right now they're just listening. I just want them to listen right now before, you know, I get into the questions. But I think Brian had a question for you. Okay. No, I, my uh, my wasn't a question. It was actually a comment. You know, I I was thinking I was I wanted to go back to when we were talking about your um, the the issue with the eating disorder. Mm-hmm. You know, because my mother actually worked in uh, in a hospital in that unit for a, a number of years, and one thing that I learned about uh, eating disorder, and I don't know why this is. Has, has just been pressing on me to ask you. But, you know, one of the things that I learned is that you can actually have multiple eating disorders. Yeah. Is that, yeah, I mean, yeah. is that something that you went through? Yeah, I had um, bulimia and anorexia. Yeah, and I just thought that was kind of like, well, how can you have both? You know, either you have one or the other, but if you have both, it's yeah. it's almost like, how do you even survive? Yeah. I, I don't know how I survive. <laughs> well, I mean, of course I know now. You no, know, because but, one, at one moment you're starving yourself, and at the other moment right. you're binge eating and releasing it. I mean, so it's right. almost like, oh, wow. You know? And, 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 and even, I didn't even, like, think about it, really. I just, you know, it, I don't even know how both of them came upon. You know, as I had the one... And then I was like, well, you know, this isn't working, so let me just go to this. And then it just, I just got totally warped and, and wrapped into, into both of them. Now, here's my question, and I, I already know what you're going to say, so I know the answer. But for okay. the folks that don't know you, I want you to give them the answer. Do you believe that uh, bulimia and anorexia is a demon spirit? Hmm. Yeah, definitely. Because, like, like, like I was saying about, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, I'll tell you why I ask you that. Because I've looked in the eyes of somebody who who binge ate and mm-hmm. then, you know, got rid of it. And they didn't look like the same person when they were doing oh, that. Yeah. It was yeah. almost as if they had been taken over by somebody else or by some spirit and then, once they were done doing what they did, they it's sort of like they came back to normal. Yeah. And when I tell you, it's probably one of the scariest things you could ever see somebody do. It is. It's like it's like really scary, you know. It is. And uh, even, you know, and, it, and they look demon possessed. Right. And like even I got to a point where I looked like I was a crackhead. And 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 people even like was like, yo. Are you doing drugs? I'm like, no, I don't do drugs. And but I got, I looked so sick and just like, ooh, and it was it was that that addiction that I had to to, to look a certain. But I'm not going to talk anymore about it because you know 
I, I give revelation in the book about that, so I'm going to write this. That's right. The book. If you want to know, if you want to know my revelation, go get the book. <laughs> tell them, tell them, Janelle. Tell them where to get the book. Sure. Okay. You can go um, to my blog, and there's a link there. The blog is meditationmoment.wordpress.com, and that's that's my blog. So I have the um, the link for the PayPal, where you can go onto the site and get it. And that's meditation moment dot wordpress dot com and uh real quick you do self publishing correct yes all right so we got to help a sister out because she's doing her own publishing yes <laughs> i envision that pretty soon she'll have her own publishing uh company, company. where she's publishing all right so, hey. all right i'll see that <laughs> <laughs> so we definitely want to support her you know it's always good to support somebody that's that's got their own business, that's doing their own thing. Definitely, definitely. Mm. Well, you know, and your husband is was also in the industry as far as the music industry. Yes, uh, he is a some, rapper, Christian video, rapper. Yeah, there's some video out there of what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And again, you guys, what you're doing and what he's doing, society is looking at it like, no. Rap, Christian rap model, and you know when you mix those two together and you create a child, oh my goodness, Prince is gonna yeah. be. <laughs> I know he's he he's already he starting. He's already starting off. So I mean, <laughs> yeah, he can't he can't do anything but be bold. Right. Oh yeah. And I know some, yeah, and I know sometimes bold. you guys have to stand by yourself, and it's just you and your husband, and you're talking. As long as you guys or doing what you're supposed to do and you're you're it's godly and it's mm-hmm. you're not doing anything outside of that. Right. It's a beautiful thing because again, society will look down on you on that. Right. But if you hang in there and continue doing it, then people will see and society will say, Okay, you know what, maybe I was wrong. They didn't cower down and just do what I thought that they should do. Right. How hard is it to stand up to people when they're when they're constantly saying negative things about the traditional things that happens in church? You know what I mean? Yes. It's, it it can be it can be tough, you know. But Jesus is persecuted, you know, and you just you just gotta gotta know that what what we're going through is for God's glory, and you know, and that's that's what I keep. Not even in the back of my mind. That's what I keep in the forefront. That's what I keep right in front of me. Like, God, all that I'm going through is for your glory. You know, I'm, I'm taking flack or, or whatever, you know, for your glory. You know, and, and you're you're pleased, and I'm, I'm doing your work. I'm doing your will. So that's, that's what's important. Yes, yes. All right, so we got, I think we got the... The family thing out of the way. We got the book out of the way. <laughs> Let's talk about this. Uh, and we talked about modeling. Yes. And we talked about the issues surrounding modeling. Let's talk about this acting career because this was new for me. I didn't yes. know about the acting career. Yes. Oh, I knew. <laughs> I knew. Ooh, Greg, you holding out on Brian? <laughs> yeah. I, I when Greg said it, I'm like, acting. Whoa. When Ooh. did that happen? Yeah. Um, well, let's see. When I first got up to New Jersey, I was, you know, still looking around for modeling and stuff, and I um, saw something that someone was doing a music video, so I contacted them, and it was um, actually for a Christian music video. So, um, you know, I was in the video, and they were like, oh, my gosh, you know, like, you are really good. And they, they we started to talk about some projects that he was working on. He was working on a, on a movie. And um, that was, I think, what, 2004 maybe. So I've been working with him for about six years, you know, working on this, this one uh, TV series. It was first going to be a film, but, you know, God had to, to you know, rearrange some things, and now it's going to be a TV series. And I'm just, like, so excited because my, my mom told me that, you know, I was, like, you know, I was always a little actress. But I never really did anything with it. But until, like, a couple of, you know, I was like, let me, you know, just try out, see what it's like. And I had so much fun. I, like, really enjoyed it. So I, you know, 
applied to other different castings that I saw. I was in like a, a public service uh, commercial for personal protection, uh, for like um, security, that type of protection, <laughs> security. But um, it, it was great. So now you know we're we're shooting the, the pilot for the TV series, and I'm just expecting God to just do some some things in that area as well. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. We, uh, we, now, now, when when will all of this take place so we can, you know, be looking out, watching the television, so we can see that Ms. Thompson walk on walk across the screen? Well, things are still being worked out as far as the contract, but you know, I'll definitely let you guys know. <laughs> yeah. I will definitely let you know. Now, <laughs> we we want we want to get into. Um, when you had your child, we want to talk. I, I want to go back to the family thing with you and your husband. When you had your, your child, what was mm-hmm. what was that like? Because you were so busy, you guys were really really busy in the ministry, going everywhere, and now all of a sudden, boom! Right, you have the prince. How life changing was that for you? Um, it, it was it was pretty life changing because he either had to go with us or I would have to stay, stay back, because we don't trust just anyone to watch him, you know, because right. we know how precious he is, and we, and we believe in, you know, his, in, like, just put it, placing him in the environment of, of, of wisdom and just people who would truly have a, a genuine care and love for him. So, you know, so it was, it was tough to find that, that person who really, took him and, and loved him. But, you know, I, I did find two people, and when we moved to Philly, I was mad because they live in New Jersey, and, you know, it's kind of kind of hard to coordinate. But um, and that just even goes for they Like, they truly, truly love him. You know, even even now, they're like, can you bring him by? But it, 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 it changed a lot, you know, for me because whereas I was always like, yeah, let's go, let's go, I was like, okay, you go, you go, I stay. But I never, and, and the thing that I'm learning, you you can't have any resentment to the child because things change. You know, your your, your child is ministry too. You have to take care of, you know, your family. And those times that, you know, I wasn't able to go out to, to the extra service or whatever, I was having church with my son. You know, I would, you know, read a scripture with him, sing a song, and he would go to sleep. And, but, you know, I wouldn't just be like... Oh, you know, you made me miss serve. No, because although they're 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 children, babies, they're still processing. I mean, this boy now, oh my gosh, he just blows my mind. It's like you really have to. Kids are like sponges, and they absorb everything. I mean, it's like he knows. Like, like perfect example today. After my husband finished working out, he was sitting down on the couch. Now Zira went over to him. He said. Feet, shoes, feet. He was telling his daddy, take your shoes off. Like, because that's what he knows that he does. After he works out, he sits down on the couch and he takes off his shoes. It's like, with him, if, if he's done something at least three times in a row, it becomes habit. And he yeah. knows, he, it's like routine. Like, every time we, we're going to go out, we're, even if we're just going to go around the corner, he go, we go across the street to the store, get a bag of chips, come back and go in the car and go. If I try not to go to the store, he falls out. <laughs> so it's like just kids are just so just so absorbing, and you just really have to watch and just be prayerful and just really, really be careful what you surround them. Yeah. yeah. You know what, Janelle, I, I want to say this. You, you were talking about kids and children. When you were talking in your book about the guy raping you. Mm-hmm. The, that girl that this guy raped, which was you, that's somebody's child. That's your daddy's little girl. Yeah. That's somebody's child. Mm-hmm. And just like you look at your child, your dad looks at you like that. Right. And I know right. that had to be tough on him. I don't know if you told him before you wrote the book or if if, if 
I don't know. I mean, how do you break that to your father? I mean, that that's something that can, ooh we that's yeah, that's, that's hard. Yeah, yeah, that's pulling that mind. I I just sat here. I was listening to you talking about your son, and now I'm like, you don't want to do anything to hurt him. You don't want to do anything because I mean that's why you do what you do for him because you love him. Right. Exactly. And your dad and your dad and your mom. I know they were thinking, what did we do wrong for this to happen? And the answer is absolutely nothing. Exactly. No. Yeah. But do you think that they're going to do that, though? You know, I never, I never told my parents, right? But one time, when my mom came down to visit me in college, we went out for, we went out for lunch, you know, we were just talking, and I, I honestly don't know how it came up, but she told me. I knew what happened to me. I just wanted you to tell me. I was like, I almost fell out of my chair. Because it was like, it was that whole, I guess, that mother's intuition. Like, she knew what it was, but she didn't want to pressure me into saying it because I guess she didn't want to add any more stress onto to what I was feeling. But she was like, I knew what it was. And But it's funny because she never, she never said it when we were at the table, you know, eating. But she said, she's like, I, I knew what She's like, I just wanted you to tell me. But it wasn't, she didn't say it in a way like, yeah, I knew what, it was like, I knew what happened to my baby girl. And that was funny. Mom, I can't. Why are you making me cry? <laughs> wow. But, so, I mean, my, my mom, you know, she, she just, I guess she just, carry that and just wanted me to tell him. And of course, you know, after then, you know, we could get to talking. But I never, I never truly opened up about what happened to this book. Even, even my husband, he, he knew what happened to me. But he didn't know, like, because he, he read the book and he was like, wow. And, and, and it was just like, I mean, you know, people, I told people, Bits and pieces. Even when I was on the the show that time a couple of years ago, I didn't really get too too much into it. But right. in this book, I hold no punches back. I I let it all out. I say from the very minute until the very end. Wow. Now let me ask the question. And with many of the people that write books, they do it for a particular reason. You know, um, was this book? For you, like helpful was it like therapy for you? For the rape, yeah. I mean, because that was the hardest chapter for me to get. You know, it, it was. I kept finding myself crying while I was writing, and just like stopping, and be like, okay, I gotta take a break. I, I can't do this. And when I finally finished it, it seemed like I didn't have. I'm not gonna say I didn't have closure, but when I when I read the proof, when I got the proof back, when I was reading through it, I was able to read through it and not get emotional and 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 not be like, okay, okay, I can't do this anymore. No, I read through it and I was like, <laughs> I was reading, I was like, wow, dang. <laughs> but I mean, I was I was able to to have to have the peace, to have the closure. It's like, okay, you know what? This is this is really really. Over, I'm. I'm not. I don't have anything that I'm holding on to when it comes to to whenever someone wants to ask me about you know that particular incident. I'm not like, you know, I really don't want. No, I'm like, okay, this is what happened. Boom, boom, boom. And I have that confidence to to know that, hey, I'm I'm cool. I, I can get through it without pressuring or or cracking or or melting or anything like that. All right. Wow. You know, I. I tell you, it's hard to even, every time I hear a story of a woman being taken advantage like that, it's it's very difficult to hear because yeah. I I see it as if it's my sister or my mother yeah. or my daughter or my cousin, you right. know, because I think everybody has somebody in their family 
that, you know, they don't know that that person has been taken advantage of. Right. You know, that's that deep, dark secret. And, you know, every time I hear it, I, it makes me wonder. Like, I know with my sister, she was a victim of domestic violence, you know, and she mm-hmm. speaks openly about that, you know. But it it would it would literally tear me apart if, you know, she would come and say that, you know, she had been a victim of rape because, you know, hearing the stories of so many women that have been victims of rape, you know, right. it, it's, 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 it's almost unbearable, you know. Yeah. And I, can, I can't imagine someone doing that to a person, you know. I, I really can't. You know, what kind of – what? The only thing that I could even gather from it is that it has to be a demonic spirit. Oh, I mean, it, it is because that day I didn't know who he was. It was like, who are, I mean, he had like so much rage. And I mean, and it's it's funny, he, he was light-skinned. So, I mean, that the, the redness didn't attribute to his light complexion, but it was just like, he was just like, just so evil, and I mean, like, his eyes just seemed red, and it was just like, it was like a seriously powerful spirit that was on him, and it was just like, was controlling him, and I was like, wow, and and that's what it is, it's a a demonic spirit. Hmm. Something has to be wrong for, that's not natural for, you know, for men to rape women, that's not natural. Something right. is wrong when someone does that. Something is something is really wrong. And the sad part, well, you didn't have to deal with this, Janelle, but I just got a message on Facebook. A lot of a lot of people are dealing with this uh, with family issues, uh, meaning right. a person in their family did that right. to them. Right. And even when they told the parents or the the grown-ups, they either they 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 heard it, they either dismissed it, or they didn't believe it. Right. And they told the child to keep their mouth shut. Now, how can you have a child uh, process something like that? Exactly. That's, yeah, that's tough. And and I'm so glad that you guys are really, really protective of your son. It yeah. Is, it is so important to be because if something like that happens, it can actually mess his mind up. That can. Yeah, and, and, and that, that's that's yeah. what like that's what gets me. I'm. I can't even think about something like that because it's just like yeah. I get so like oh my gosh I get so flustered like I I couldn't even it I I asked God I'm like God forgive me for even having that thought like that somebody could do something like that you know because I'm just like I just am so protective of him and, and I just and couldn't even imagine it. And Janelle, your dad was the same way with you. Yeah, I mean, I, I, of course I didn't you know realize that then, but I do now. And you know, and I told and I told him, you know, when I when I got that revelation, I told him I was like, thank you, Dad, you know. And, and we had a we had a nice little talk, long talk about it. And we were driving to Tennessee, and I was in the front seat. I think I was driving, and my mom was in the back seat. Back seat. She was pretending to be asleep, but later <laughs> she told me she's like, I heard what you said to your dad. I was oh, like, yeah. he knows me, but um, <laughs> but no, I mean, you know, she 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 was like, that's good because she saw she saw how it was. She saw the. The you know head butting and, and and just how we always clashed and and conflicted with each other. So yeah, you know mm-hmm. we have about a minute left in the show. We want Aww. you to give out your contact information. Yeah, it's go it goes quick. We, we I want know you to give out your contact information. Your contact sure. information. We're gonna have you back on again with the book. Okay. We want your yeah. We want people to know how to get in contact with you. Your websites. So I know you have. Wow. I'm not even gonna try to count how many you have, but. Go ahead and put that information out there, and, and I don't know if you're doing book signings or whatever. Whatever you have, just just let them know. Okay, sure. Um, you can contact me at ministerjanelle at gmail dot com, and Janelle is spelled J E N E L L E. Um, if you're on Twitter, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm an avid tweeter. Uh, Janelle, uh, Janelle the model is my handle. J E N E L L E the model, and you can also check out my blog. MeditationMoments.wordpress.com, and that's how you can uh, check me out. And you know, definitely, I'm on Facebook too, Janelle Thompson. But I think there's a bunch of them, so um, 
just look for the one who looks like Lynn Whitfield. <laughs> Lynn Whitfield and Zoe, Zoe Saldana. <laughs> yeah. So, All yeah, right. so definitely hit me up. You know, definitely want to talk to you, want to hear your testimonies. I just want to just reach and out and be a book. blessing. Yes, buy please the buy the book. Buy the book. Not just for women, for men also. Absolutely. Absolutely. We thank you for joining us tonight and all of our listeners. We also thank you for joining us. And we ask that you please join us again next week as we'll have another wonderful, exciting, and informative show. Not as good as this one, but no. just as good as this one. <laughs> Thank you. Right. All right. We uh, right. bid you all good evening. God bless you all, and good night. Good night. Put your roller skates good night, on. Good Thank you so much. Thank you. Are we off the air? Not yet. Oh, we're still on. Oh, okay. Lace them up and do this with me.
heaven because Thank you for your patience, not turning your back on me. I want you to know. I 